What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode 27 of our podcast, Sippin' Sports. I'm Dave. This is Chris. How are we? Great, great, great. How was the trip? That's why we're a good. little delayed. Naren went to Boston. Yeah, thanks for sticking with us. Uh, it was fun. It was great to see my sister and her life out there. <laughs> That's one way to put it. Um, disclosure, Naren's apartment or Naren's townhome or condo, whatever this is, his place of residence <laughs> There's uh they're fixing the roof so there you might hear some banging but yeah that's our disclosure but I don't think it'll be too loud <laughs> yeah these men are going to work there's like 50 of them out there yeah so yep getting after it yeah um all right we're gonna jump right into it what is your top moment in sports last week yeah so week one I think people probably saw it there was a lot of close games a lot of missed field goals at the end. But the top moment was the Houston Texans, Indianapolis Colts actually tied 20 to 20. Um, unfortunate news for the Colts kicker, Rodrigo Blankenship got the can right he after. Canned? Yeah, he got like oh he got released. Yeah. Rodrigo. Oh, I you didn't see even, that. I was no, all over Twitter. I didn't see that. So good kicker, but has had some issues, and then obviously miss a few kicks. Unfortunately, get the boot. But that being said, I mean there was also a, the Bengals game was almost. Uh, Yep. It's almost two. So. There was a lot of missed kicks there. There was... Yeah, brutal. You score, Jamar Chase, the extra, then the extra point. Oh. Yeah, and at least one field... And one two. missed field goal from Cincinnati and yeah. one missed field goal from yeah. the Pittsburgh. Right, Got and it. I know we talked about this last time, but in the playoffs, they did change it up where if the team... Each team has to get a possession. Only in the playoffs, though. So, like, if the first team, like right now, if the first team scores a touchdown, it's over... In the playoffs, uh, first team scores a touchdown, the second team still gets a chance. That was because the Bengals-Chiefs could have gone for 100 No, the Bills. Bills-Chiefs. Yeah. That could have gone for 100. I mean, each right. team kept scoring, so it was fun. What about you? Yeah. Um, so mine is relating to the U.S. Open, specifically the men's, um, because it was kind of crazy. It seemed like almost all of the players were just like bringing out these between the legs. Like they're they were up at the net. The guy like the their opponent like chip shots or whatever they call it or lob shots. I think it's a lob. Yeah, that's chip all, shots. That sounds yeah, like it's yeah. more official. <laughs> um, and then they're sprinting back and they're just throwing these between the legs. I want to say I saw one behind the back. Yep. That was Alcaraz. Yeah. yeah, and it's just like, oh, they're doing it so easily. It's pretty. It was pretty incredible. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if people have seen the video, but like, it's all over Twitter, wherever Google search Alcaraz, um, and I think it was in the semifinals or quarterfinals, and the most nonchalant flick of the wrist behind mm-hmm. the back, and then to have the wherewithal to also be like, all right, I got to run up to the net and finish this. Yeah, <laughs> and the guy's nineteen, and I did hear something. Rafael Nadal apparently was telling people five or six years ago that this kid is going to be, is better than he was at this age. He's 19. So he's the next, I mean, I guess better than Rafael Nadal. I guess. Kind of high praise from a guy like him. Maybe not quite yet. Overall. Oh, not yet, but I'm saying like, he's 19 years he old. He has the potential. That kid should be in college. He's also ranked number three as a 19 year old. Right. So like, I mean, it it was, they were like sprinting around. Dude, it's insane. The court. I mean, we get tired playing pickleball. Yeah. These bros, and we're playing doubles. Yeah, <laughs> These guys right. are playing three-hour matches. I mean, it, I think 
I think part of the reason we probably saw a lot more trick shots is probably the most tennis I've ever watched in my life. Yeah. But it was interesting. It was fun to watch. I it's a 120 mile per hour serve. Yeah. So. Yeah. Cool. Well, let's get into the Minnesota Minute here. Yeah. Um, so, Twins. Season's kind of coming up to an end. They got swept by Cleveland, but they're now playing the Royals. And then go to Cleveland for a five-game series, which will kind of be make or break. Uh, the Loons tied LAFC 1-1. They play Sporting KC this Saturday. Gopher football smashed Western Illinois. Play Colorado Saturday. St. Thomas football got their first win, 32-6 over Michigan Tech. Oh my I don't even know if that's a real team. I think it's fake. And now they play Lincoln, not this weekend, but next weekend on the 24th. And then, of course, the Vikings smoked the Packers. Wasn't really even close the whole time. 20-7, to mm-hmm. play Monday night against the Eagles in Philadelphia. Yeah, tough. that's a tough game. Yeah, that will be I mean, that will be a tough game. I mean, it's a good start. Beat the Packers, obviously. But yep. after that, it, this is where you kind of make your money on the road. So the, I mean, these first two. Yeah. Big time. Right. Cool. Well, uh, the betting or the picking were better. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe better NFL? for you. Better for oh, you. Yeah. Um, I was still at my classic one below or one above, and I was one above this last week. It's a good week. Um, so David, thirteen and eight overall. He was four and three MLB, four and three soccer, three and one NCAA football, two and one NFL. Yeah. For a total of thirteen and eight. Yeah, I mean, there you go, and yeah. I was happy about it. <laughs> um, and then I was eleven and ten, and that equated to three and four MLB, four and three soccer, zero and one NCAA football, and th- oh, three and two NFL, one and zero WNBA. Yeah, I kind of fell off the WNBA train to be a hundred percent honest. I totally forgot about it, but it's entirely possible we're filming it or we're recording this episode. Game three, right? At six. 50 so the game hasn't happened yet but it could be done tonight yeah i mean the aces have looked dominant too so they are good good. yeah yep um well cool so that is picking up Mm -hmm. we're about halfway through the month so we'll see how we have that punishment at the end of the month which is kind of teetering it's close i think i'm up one or two but it's going back and forth one apparently yeah it's going back and forth yeah so what's next the beer and seltzer uh yeah also, we're going to put a disclaimer. If we tie in the month, we'll both do the ice bucket challenge. <laughs> I threw it on there. I didn't even tell you that before. We're doing it both. We're both doing it. If yeah, we tie. This, this is news to me, but... But it's good sure. news. It's good news for everybody. Yeah, we'll go with it. Um, All right, what are we drinking today? Yeah, so we got a Joya Spirit Craft Cocktail, a sparkling greyhound. We're expanding our horizons It says here. vodka with grapefruit chamomile. 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 And what's that word? Cardamom. Natural yep. flavors and carbonation. So it's probably going to have a lot of carbonation. It kind of seems... If it lists carbonation yeah. on the front of the can, there's probably going to be some carbonation there. I love how it's called the Sparkling Greyhound. I mean, it's a pretty cool can. Mm-hmm. 6%. Yeah, 6%. There we go. So the joy Joya mm-hmm. means bright, brilliant, a level of delight. Joya spirit. The can looks delightful. I've got to hold it away. Sorry, Lesh. <laughs> uh, the beer that we're going with today is from um, Bell's Brewery in Comstock, Michigan. What is it? What kind of beer is it? So the beer is an 
Oberon Ale, Ooh. which is an American wheat ale. Nice. So honestly, it's making me think of like a blue moon kind of thing. Wow. That's one of my, that's like my go-to beer when we go out. If you're going to get one beer at a restaurant, that's my beer. Fun fact for everybody out there. Fun fact for you, lately it's been Kona Big Wave for me. Oh, Kona Big Wave is not a bad one. Or I do like uh, Summer Shandies over the summer. I think those smack. Yeah, those are good. Oh, we haven't had a bottle. This is the first bottle, yeah. Yeah. It's it's, It's got good color. I mean, look at the carbonation on this thing. Pulling from the bottom. Yeah, there's... That's crazy. There's a lot. Significant amount. Yeah. There we go. All right. All right, so let's try. It's the Sparkling Greyhound. So it's grapefruit. It's an interesting smell. Is that grapefruit? I think it's grapefruit. Now it's coming through. What are the... the Main, main three flavors again? Oh, I don't know how to say the second one. You said it. Chamomile. Chamomile and then cardamom. Yeah. Grapefruit, chamomile. It's got a picture of all of them. Looks like leaves. One looks like a daisy. Chamomile. It's kind of cool. Drink distinct. I actually think it's got pretty decent flavor. Mm. I think you can definitely... It's vodka based. Yeah, vodka based. I think it's got a... I, I'll, show, I'll throw this out there. Probably a lot of people are going to hate on it. It has more flavor than a high noon. I'm throwing it. I'm, mm. In my opinion, it has more flavor than a high noon. It also has a lot more carbonation for sure. When you taste it, it kind of fizzes in your mouth. Yeah, there's there's a significant amount of carbonation. Yeah. I think it does have a good amount of flavor. I would be very interested. I mean, I don't eat grapefruit on the daily, but like what other flavors there were. Mm. Like if it was like lemon yeah. lime or... Probably, I would say, what is the flavor we always have? Black cherry. That's got to be one. Or watermelon. Or watermelon. (laughs) One of those two, it seems like everybody has that flavor. But I think it's decent. I think it's pretty good. I actually do like them. Uh, Shout out work. I stole it from work, so I don't really know. Stole it? Yeah, well, borrowed it. Gifted it. Yeah, it was a gift to myself. But yeah, Mm -hmm. I think it's pretty good. Like I said, I would be very intrigued to know what other flavors come in this pack. Yeah, let me get one more, a little tastier. Yeah. <laughs> Did that sway you one way? Maybe. Oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe. All right, I'm ready. Okay, I'm going to go with 6-9. Okay. Nice. I think it's pretty good. Like I said... I think the only thing that's throwing me a little bit off is like there's just a lot of carbonation. There really is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm giving it a six four. Yeah, it's definitely a casual drink. Yep. This is like a sit on a pontoon. Yeah, I would say it's definitely better than a lot of the ones that we've had, mm-hmm. which I think that my score reflects reflects that. it. Yeah, yeah. That, that I think the, the first few weeks it's hard for. because the first few weeks we try to impress. <laughs> Truly, we were figuring out our press scales. Was good, though. Press was good, but yeah, yeah, I mean, seven. What was it like mid sevens, which was very high. But this is good. We were figuring out our scales. Yeah, but I would say this is definitely one of the better ones. Yep, I would agree with that. Um, the thing that's getting me with it is, I feel like towards the end of the taste, 
I'm getting a little bit of syrup, which I'm not a big fan. It makes yeah. me remember of Mountain Dews. Yeah, it makes uh, me remember Mountain Dews, which right. I did not like. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also think that if there was a different flavor, yeah, I agree. I think that I would probably prefer that. So I don't. I'm like pretty close to like drinking more than one. Yeah. But I think that knowing that and like hoping that there's maybe flavor that I like better. Like yeah. I wanted to leave a little bit of room there. Yeah. I think, um, I think it would be, I think it's one of those where it's like, it's good for a grapefruit. I'm not a massive grapefruit fan, but like, mm-hmm. like you said, depending on the other pack and we'll have to find the other pack and try them in the future Yeah, just to see. I think that's the hardest part with seltzers is like they have these extreme like watermelon mm-hmm. or grapefruit and it's like no i just like watermelon just watermelon like an actual fruit mm-hmm. so the taste it's hard but i think it does have flavor i mean yeah decent score all around so mm-hmm. so go to your local stores see if you can find the joya spirit craft cocktail it's spelled j-o-i-a yeah j-o-i-a mm-hmm. cool yeah it is cool it's a nice drink all right we're going to the oberon ale next mm. i could only find it in the bottle so it's got a nice picture of a sun on it. American wheat ale. This is the description. An American wheat ale with a spicy hop character, mildly fruity aromas, and the color and scent of a sunny afternoon. There you go. Perfect beer for warm weather. It says it on the bottle, so hopefully that's the case. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know if I would say that's like a. It was chilling for a while too, so like. Oh no no! I'm not so saying cool. it's not because it's it's a little warmer. I don't think it's that. I don't think it's like that. But I think it's just kind of interesting. I think it's just like your basic. What was it called? An amber ale, you said. No, it's a American wheat ale. American wheat ale. I mean, yeah. I think it has good flavor. I just I do think at the same time, like it doesn't blow me out of the water with its flavors. I don't really taste the fruity. Yeah, I'm getting more of a summer shandy than a blue moon, I think. Yeah, definitely not a blue moon. If this was what we were comparing yeah. to, I don't think it's blue moon. But I also think that I would consider it a toned down version of a summer shandy, like flavor wise. Hundred percent. I the flavor doesn't jump out at you, right? Like summer shandy, it's like once you take a sip of those, you're like, wow, this is like summer. There's the lemonade. There's the stuff in there. Like you can taste that. Mm-hmm. This it's kind of just like a yeah, yep. That's right. We have to rate it as well. That's what we do, baby. We do it for you guys, the people. Okay. I'm going to go with five. Five. Just my basic five, five. Is that what you had? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought that, <laughs> I thought that you, you had seen me write my thing because my oh, score because yeah, was not because I was writing it. That was the first time I wrote it, like just straight out in front of me. Yeah. And you guys can, if you're watching the video, you can watch my eyes. I never looked at that yeah. screen. I was literally looking at. All right. Well, I had five else. five as well. I just think it's average. It's Very just average. an average. Yeah. Is it bad? No. Is it good? Eh. And if you've been with us since the start, you know that our average is slightly higher than just mid-level. So yeah. five is obviously middle between one, zero, and ten. So we try to get our average is slightly higher. A little, little higher. Just a couple points. But I just think I would be fine with one. Yeah. So it's kind of just like it got me amped up about the blue moon, and I was like, oof. I know, uh, not not as good as I was hoping either. Right. Um. 
Okay, so we had the Joya cocktail, yeah, Greyhound, Greyhound. sparkling Greyhound. Six nine for Dave, six four for me, and then the Oberon, the Oberon Ale. Yeah, I do kind of like the colors though. It is like summery, like that light blue. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna throw this out there, and we've said this. We're recording this on Thursday night. That's Chargers colors. Yeah. There is, it is. Is that a sign? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Oberon Ale five five for both of us. Yeah. So just there average 5-5, five, five, man. It just was me. Yep. Okay, let's jump right into the NCAA football. Yeah, let's give a recap quick. Yep, top 10. So Oof. let's work our way from, what do you want to do, 10 to 1? Yeah, I mean, I think here's the thing is, like, I think we can kind of skip a few of them because some of these teams, like, I mean, USC obviously performed well. The big one was Notre Dame, or not Notre Dame. Well, yeah, Notre Dame, but Baylor losing to BYU. Yep. So they'll be out of the top 10. Notre Dame blowing it again to I Marshall. They, I think they are. The nice thing is, since we're recording slightly later, now we have the updated. Oh, so what is Baylor? Uh, Baylor is 17. 17, now. I saw BYU was up there. Go down, yeah. BYU's so BYU to 12. 12. What's Notre Dame? Should be out of the top 25. They are. Yeah. Wow. They're receiving 23 votes. Yeah. 89 is the lowest. Oregon is at 25 with 89. So that gives you a sense. Notre Dame's at 23. Oregon at 25. It has 89 votes. Wow. Yeah. And then, I mean, Oklahoma ran through Kent State. Nothing to talk about. The team to talk about, Texas A&M. Losing to Appalachian State and their offense, Texas A&M's, has looked terrible. Bad. So bad. Two touchdowns? Are you kidding me? It was. It is so bad. The quarterback for Appalachian State was 15 of 30, and they still won. <laughs> terrible. Yeah, that's not good. Clemson what looked they great. S- Say that again. Um, they scored. Both teams scored. It was seven to seven at halftime. Uh-huh. Brutal. And that was at Texas A&M. Yeah. One of the hardest places to play in college uh-huh. football. I mean, if you looked like at 10, if you looked at the score, it probably was pretty tough to play, but it was just a little bit tougher for their own team to play. Right. Then you had Clemson beat Furman, Michigan beats Hawaii, but if people are gamblers out there like some of us, Hawaii did cover. The spread was fifty-two. Oh wow! The spread was fifty-two. They were getting dominated. They were down forty-two. Rip at halftime. They picked the picked it back up. And they covered. And also. Uh, they named McCarthy their starter going yeah. forward. Yeah. I mean, he's good. He's a good player. He's, he's, I mean, he's more of an athlete than, what is it, McNamara? Yeah, McNamara. I think McNamara's just been there for so long. but Well, he was their starter last year. Yeah. But... So you got to kind of give the new guy a little bit of like a, oh, we'll give the old guy like his time. And right. Then, all right, we want to. I mean, I would assume in this game both of them probably played because it's 56 to 10. Yeah, totally. But McCarthy, this is McCarthy's game to start. Okay, yeah. Then Ohio State looked fine. Georgia looked dominant. And then the one game, Alabama. Very close. And I think Georgia's, Georgia's now number one. Yeah. But Alabama squeaked it out. And let me tell you, I watched some of that game. They looked brutal. Their offense looks stalemate. I'm, I'm not regretting my pick. I think Nick Saban will get the boys ready. But, like, to win the national championship, you just can't play like that. Bryce Young literally led him on a drive within the last minute, kicked the game-winning field goal. But With like, 10 seconds left. Yeah. They were losing with a minute 30 left. Yeah. And Texas's Quinn Ewers got hurt. They're starting quarterback. Yeah, that's not good. 
because he's out for a little while. Yeah, it was bad. It was very bad. So that's the top ten. The, I mean, the good part is for them, they have the other guy that was in a quarterback competition with them. Oh yeah, he. I mean, they'll be fine, but it's just it's one of those things. Still What's not actually, ideal. Yeah, for 100%. him especially because I mean, you got Arch Manning coming in next year. So, yeah. I mean, is he just going to transfer again? Because no, he know. ain't he's starting. Quinn yours. Yeah. Oh, he's good, dude. He's not going to start next year? I don't know. He's good. Just watch. He's good. It's Arch Manning. He's like the next... Oh, here we go with this Arch Manning. I'll tell you right now. It's like... He's like the next big thing after Trevor Lawrence. Here we go. Here we go. Just wait. We'll wait and see. I'm just saying. But, I mean, I think it'll be a... I mean, here's the crazy thing is next week, BYU has to play Oregon. I mean, they just beat Baylor, and now they play Oregon. That's... Good that's for crazy, yeah. Hopefully they can pull it off that's again. That's good on their coaches because they know that they have to play a good non-conference schedule. Yeah, they have to step it up. So, yeah, that's your top ten right there. See what happens. Yeah, so really the only only teams that moved down were the ones that lost, and then Alabama moved down to two. Yeah, which, I mean, they could be interchangeable, let's be honest, Georgia and Alabama. Mm-hmm. So there's your top ten. I guess the only other notable game that is probably notable because Kentucky's now in the top ten. Oh, beat Florida. They beat Florida. Who in Florida. Jumped like way in yeah. at twelve, and then Kentucky beat them. So now yeah. they're in the top ten. Yeah. Also a notable game: Wisconsin lost to Washington State. Go Guns. And. Wait, what? Oh, and Iowa lost to Iowa State, but Iowa State's yeah. at least respectable. I mean. Yeah, but it's still. Wisconsin's things. Um, but yeah, there's your top 10. Cool. There you go. All right. Now we're shifting over to the NFL. Um, yeah, just quick. I mean, any surprises, did you think? In week one? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, the Steelers, we kind of touched on that briefly earlier. I would say um, that was probably the biggest surprise. Yeah. To me. I think the Steelers, or I even think the Colts tying the Texans. Like I noted before, I mean, that's a bad game for the Colts, but I do think the Steelers, I mean, Joe Burrow had like seven turnovers. He had a lot. What, five, four picks? Five picks? Four picks, or three or four picks, and then a few fumbles. No, he had at least four picks. Yeah, at least four. Seven times sacked. But I will say also, and they still almost could, they could have won the game if he makes an extra point. There was a there was a lot of surprising ones. I think the Steelers one was the most surprising because of who I thought the Bengals were. Yeah. Um, and the Steelers actually beat them, not just tied them. I would say the second most surprising game was the Seahawks yeah, beating the Broncos 100%. on Monday night. Um, and then the third one for me is the Giants beating the yeah. titans i support that the giants win for two i support that if your team stinks just do it dude. the crazy thing is they went for two then they were winning but they still let the titans get down to field goal range to where to a distance where it was definitely like something that could and maybe should go in yeah you know so eight th- games Eight games were decided by one score or less. That's so. I'm saying six or less points because the Commanders beat Jacksonville, Giants, Colts tied, Browns. I think I was actually very disappointed in how the Panthers played. 
I mean, Baker Mayfield, you're going to talk all that talk yeah. and you're terrible. Dude, brutal. they're happy they got rid of you, buddy. Yeah, brutal showing by those guys. But, I mean, it'll be an exciting week. I think there's a lot of good games coming up. I think I think week one was a statement or a statement, but now week two will be a bigger statement for teams that lost. Like, the Rams have to pound them. Packers will come out firing. I mean, it's a statement games. Mm-hmm. So Well, the, the biggest question mark is, well, I have two. Yeah. One, Seahawks beat the Broncos. The 49ers lost to the Bears. So the, we were looking at the 49ers as, oh, they should be a pretty good team. They lost to a considered lesser team. The Seahawks beat the Broncos, considered a higher-ranked team. Yeah. So now going into that game, they play each other. How does that look? Was it just the rain, and is that the only reason that the 49ers <laughs> lost? Right. Or is it that... They're maybe not as good as we thought. Yeah. That's number one. Number two is Cardinals, Raiders, both are 0-1. Both are hoping to make the next step this year. <laughs> they play right? Each other, yeah. And they play each other. So one of them is going to be 0-2, which is not how you want to start. So that yeah. is the other. I say adding on to that point, just giving my two cents on the Cardinals, I think really Kyler good. Murray is... Okay, sure, everyone loves him in fantasy because he runs. He is not a good quarterback. <laughs> that man runs in circles and throws it wherever he thinks. And I know people are like, well, he scores fantasy. Sure. But defenses are starting to figure him out where they're like, hey, I'm going to spy you. And sure, you might run around me one or two plays. You can't throw a football. Like, you can't even see over the line. It's just bad. Like, he looked so bad. The Cardinals just in general looked really bad. Yeah. I mean, and I don't think even when DeHadre Hopkins comes back, no offense, I don't think he's going to solve a lot. You don't think? No. But, oh, also we should talk. I don't know if we mentioned our Eliminator picks. We're getting, we're getting to that. Oh, yeah. Because we're we're, that's still going for yeah. one of us. Ah, Shout out. Technically, <laughs> but not technically, but technically. No, technically. It, um, all right, so we're moving into the Eliminator picks. So the hope was to see how long we could go. Well, one of us, a.k.a. me, Lost first week. Yeah, I'm glad we put that precedent that we were like, we're just going to do it the whole year because we and both technically should have lost. I mean, well, not technically, but... No, I checked the rules and a win or a tie gets you. Continues. Yeah, you just can't lose. Yeah. yeah. It's like a push, but it's kind right. of annoying. I didn't realize that it was supposed to be just an absolute monsoon in Chicago when I picked the 49ers to beat the Bears. But that's right. besides the point. No need to um, add any excuses. Um... Who's your week two eliminator pick? Yeah, so my week two eliminator pick, and we're just doing straight ups, remember. I'm taking the Rams. I know everyone's going to be like, oh, that's a heavy favorite. I get it. But so were our teams last week. Well, you can, I, pick, you can pick favorites because as the year goes on. You only you, pick them once. Yeah, you can't and pick so them And so I think the Rams will make a statement this game. I think Stafford will come out buzzing. I think Allen Robinson will have two or more catches. Oh, my last game. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so I will say the Rams. That is my pick. Okay. Nice. And the other thing is, like, in theory, you you look at the year and you're like, okay, the top six or whatever, the top 18 teams, Yeah. like, all of those teams should be picked. It just depends on But they also have to play each other. I mean, it's really, yeah. I mean, it really is going to be getting down to it. Right. Totally. Um as a consolation prize, I'm picking uh, the Packers. Yeah. Sunday night. Yeah. Beating the Bears. I'm going back to the well against the Bears this time with the Packers. Yeah, unfortunately, that's what. Yeah, we and I know <laughs> we talked about this pre-episode, but like if the Bears beat you twice, you might want to just pick the Bears. 
I just don't think they're going to Pick do the it. Bears week three. <laughs> right. It's like, dude. I mean, it's just crazy. I mean, like like you said, I mean, that was a monsoon. That was kind of a fluke. Yeah, big fluke. But at the same time. They were just, winning the whole game until the fourth quarter. Yeah, patience. That's what Aaron yeah, Rodgers said. Patience. This year it's patience. Last year it was relax. Yeah. Um, okay, so the other thing that we're doing is the fantasy <laughs> fantasy picks. Um, we're picking a quarterback, running back, and then a pass catcher that we think is going to outshoot their projected point total. Mm-hmm. PPR League, ESPN. Shout out. So both of us went one and two last week. Not how we wanted to start. Mm-hmm. However, I'm feeling pretty good on week two. Who's your quarterback? So my quarterback, and I mentioned my team, so I'm kind of double dipping, but I'm going Matthew Stafford. They play the Falcons. He's projected 18.1. I think he will throw for two or more touchdowns, and I think he'll throw for about 250 to 300 yards. I think here's the thing is Cam Akers look terrible. They'll try to get him involved, but I just think at this point after last game, Stafford's got to get his feet under him. And it's a statement mm-hmm. game. I mean, the Falcons' defense is notably one of the worst always in the league. Yep. So what about you? I'm going Derek Carr. Uh, the Raiders play the Cardinals, as we mentioned earlier. He's projected 17.6 points. And the Cardinals' defense is absolutely awful. So bad. They just gave up five passing touchdowns to Patrick Mahomes. I don't think Derek Carr is Patrick Mahomes. However, as we talked about last week, 200 yards and two touchdowns, that's 16 points. So... I think Derek Carr can at least do 200 yards and two touchdowns plus a little bit more to get over the 17.6, and yeah. that's easy money. Plus, going off of Dave's thing, it's a statement game. They want to go one and one rather than like you said, you can't two. go in that league. I mean, here's the in thing. that division specifically, you cannot go one two. And I'll say this, and this is what makes the hard part about the Cardinals, and I feel sometimes for their defense, they play so fast on offense. That when they go three and out, it's like, all right, I got a minute break. We didn't even yeah. discuss what we if talked that. about because now it's over. <laughs> like, they play so fast, and it's just brutal. But, mm-hmm. yeah, so. All right, running back. I'm going Kareem Hunt. So he is technically the backup for the Browns, but I think they're going to use him interchangeable. It's the Jets. Last week had four catches, kind of their pass-catching guy. What's he projected? Yeah, 11.5. Sorry. So 11.5. So if he gets three, four, five catches, and I think he'll get more volume this game because it's the Jets. Mm-hmm. And... They kind of like to they use might be both beating ways. them. Yeah, so I think eleven is very fair. Okay. Yep. Well, you're shooting for twelve. Twelve. Yeah. Well, actually, I'm shooting for eleven point six. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. Uh, my running back that I'm going with is Jeff Wilson Jr. He's projected eleven point four. Probably a big pickup for a lot of fantasy leagues. Probably at least top three, if not top one. Yeah. I know a lot of people spent a lot of money on Elijah that. Mitchell got hurt last week. He's out probably about two months or so. That's crazy. So, Jeff Olson Jr., he's the known commodity. Um, they're playing the Seahawks. Terrible defense. And so, 11.4 points. I mean, if he gets... He's not as much of a pass-catching running back, but he can catch a couple passes. I think, yeah, and I think their game plan now will change. And, I mean, here's the thing. I mean, it should be a. It's, the weather obviously should be better. George Kittle might not play George still. George Kittle, and they. I mean, here's the thing: is they like to run. They do all that stuff. They'll run with Debo a little bit, so that's like the only thing that's bringing Jeff back. Is, to reality, kind of. Is Debo is going to get some running? So I don't think it will affect him. though. I think that's fine. I think Jeff Wilson will be yeah. just fine. 
Yep. So over 11.4. 11.4. Yep, pass so catcher. My pass catcher, like Naram hinted for Derek Carr, I'm going Devontae Adams. Projected 18.7. Last week, he had 17 targets. I think that might have been the most. Probably. And everybody. he caught 10 of them. 17 targets. Yeah, that's a lot. 141 yards and a touchdown. This man, and I know people are saying in Green Bay, well, we miss him. Of course you miss him. He's the best route runner in the league. Aaron Rodgers missed him too. And here's the thing is, last year my boy Hunter Renfro has become irrelevant. It's Devontae Adams Literally time. irrelevant. No offense to Darren Waller. I know you just got paid. You're probably irrelevant. This is Devontae Adams. 17 targets. And like I said, Arizona's defense stinks. And I think they're going to run up the score because they're 0-1. And like you said, it's a statement game. So I think Devontae Adams, I think Devontae Adams will have 23 or more. Mm-hmm. I think he'll beat it by five points. Oh, yeah. 17 targets. Nice. Wow. Pass catcher? Mine is Amon Ross St. Brown for the Lions. Little guy. Is he little? Oh, yeah. Oh. Little guy. He's projected 13.5 points. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, he is on a streak. He's had over eight receptions in six straight games, dating back to last year. So if you think about it, eight catches, that's eight points right there. If he has one touchdown with eight catches for zero yards, that's over 13 and a half. If he has eight catches for 60 yards, which probably should happen, yeah. if you have eight catches, then that's over 13 and a half. Yeah. So... I mean, that's an easy pick. He's I mean, done, I, he's done for six straight games. I think it's kind of the same thing. I think it's one of those things where it's like, uh, it's very similar in the sense of also with the Lions, and it's kind of like De- what made DeAndre Swift so good is they're usually losing, but they just like to dump and dink and doink. They mm-hmm. don't go deep balls. They're dink and doink, dink and doink. I think it's a solid pick. And they just and they play the Commanders, who just played the Jaguars and gave up a bajillion yards to. Um, who was it? Christian Kirk. Yeah. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, I think he should Easy. be fine. I mean, hypothetically speaking, I mean, we thought ours were locks last week, so we're just going to keep it simple. But, yeah. So now. There we go. There we go. Hopefully you guys are doing well in fantasy. It's a good time of year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's cool. Uh, top five? Yeah. Top five draft. We're doing board games. Yeah. Shout out. Um. Well, I guess I can say it now. Uh, future sister-in-law, Caitlin, Raina, Alyssa's sister, my fiance's sister, for giving us this idea. It's a good idea. Only board games, though. Not card games. Mm-hmm. Board games. Yep. So the premise was it has to come, I think, with a board in a box. It has to come in a box. In a box, basically. So the famous coin. Yep. We'll get back at it. Tails. Heads it is. Ooh. Wow. Here's the thing. I know what you're going to go with pick one if I give you pick one. Do you? Yep. Then I'm going to pick two. We'll see if my prediction is right. Um, I'm going to go Settlers. That's what I, yeah. That's literally what I was thinking. You thought that's what Settlers I was going to Catan. It's a very famous game. Um, So now for my... Two and three. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with um, Ticket to Ride. Okay. And then I'm also gonna go with Code Names. Very underrated party gift if you guys have never played. I do like Code Names. I think Code Names is a good game. Nice. Um, I'm gonna go with Sequence. 
that's a good game. And I'm also going to go with... Um, I'm going to go with... Trouble. Ooh, Trouble. Yeah. Okay. Um, this is just out there. I know we didn't discuss this. Uh, is Cribbage a board game? It does have a board, but it's also a card game. That's a... Yeah, that's... Tough? I'll skip it. I mean, you can, if you want. I'll to... skip it. I'll skip okay. it. Because I don't want to have another... Asterisk. Asterisk. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with Catchphrase. And then I'm going to go with... Here. <laughs> here's the thing is we only play the same games we literally play cribbage and oh shout out people probably have i mean this is a very few people i'm gonna go with carbles it's called carbles Ooh. have you played that oh yeah yeah carbles shop in uh minnesota uh chad poppins father creates carbles, carbles boards, boards. Yeah. yeah nice it's a fun game well listen yeah. i got a board it's pretty cool nice um okay i'm gonna go with categories Nice. Feel pretty good about that pick. And I'm also gonna go with. Um, I'm gonna go with between two. Same boat. No, I only have one pick left. Oh, you just missed categories. Yeah. That's right. Yep. Um. I'm going to go with Life. Life is a good game. Yep. I'm going to go with Risk as the last pick. Mm. I haven't played that for a while, though, but that's usually a fun game. It just takes so mm -hmm. freaking long. Yeah. Also, shout Risk, out. I'm very glad Monopoly. none of us have Monopoly. <laughs> have you ever played Monopoly Deal, though? That's a good card game. No, I haven't. Oh, it's a fun game. So, yeah, you want to read them? Yep. So, David's list is Ticket to Ride, Code Names catchphrase, carbles, and risk. Mm -hmm. My list is Settlers of Catan, Sequence, Trouble, Scategories, and Life. I'm surprised you didn't say... Uh... Splendor. Yeah. Yeah, no. That's like your game. It's definitely up there Yeah. as top one. Nobody knows it. But it nobody knows it. Yeah, except me, you, and Lash. And yeah. Alyssa. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, she came in and just... Dominates. Yeah. It's fun. It's a fun game though, but yeah, not a lot of people. Um, what's the? I think I'm one ahead now, like seven six or yeah, it's one eight, ahead or seven. tied. Yeah, it's something like that. Because you won the Super Bowl. Yep. Predictions, which yep. appreciate you guys voting, but really just I don't care who voted for who. I'm if I hope my team wins. Yeah team right. <laughs> um. Well, there you go. So we'll see who wins this one and. That's all that I got for episode 27. 100%. We'll talk to you guys next week. Peace. Peace. Peace.